Um, I bring you greetings from our church back home, your family in Port Elizabeth. Um, we love you and we love Empower Church. And I know God is doing amazing things. Come on, whenever you plant a church, it shows that God is advancing the kingdom. Do you know that, there are, that, that, that only Empower Church carries what Empower Church has? Come on. God sent Empower to Somerset West because you carry the keys to the city. And there's something that you have that's going to unlock that part of our nation. Say this with me, South Africa for Jesus. Come on, say it like you mean it, South Africa for Jesus. Come on, I'm believing God for revival in our nation. I'm believing God for young people to catch the fire of God. I'm believing that our children and our children's children and their children's children will catch the fire of God because of this generation. I'm very aware that we are born for a time such as this. And I want to say this in power, it's for all of us. All of us have been born for a time such as this. Come on, come on. Are you ready for the Word of God? Are you ready for the Word of God? Come on, I love God's Word. The Bible says in Psalm 16 verse 11, it says, You will show me the path of life, and in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Can you agree with me and say that we cannot live without the presence of God? The Bible says, where can we go from His presence? He is everywhere. Right now, while I am, I am here with you, the presence of the Lord is in Port Elizabeth and the people at Ebenezer are encountering the presence of God. Come on, God is, God is omnipresent. It means He can be everywhere at the same time. Come on. And so this morning, it's, it's important when we believe in God that we find, we realize that the joy of the Lord is in the presence of the Lord. You can go through a storm, but when Jesus is with you, you can smile at the storm. Do you remember that song? Do you remember that song in children's ministry we used to sing, with Jesus in my boat, I can smile at the storm? Come on, when Jesus is with you, the presence of the Lord, it doesn't matter what is going on in your life. If He is with you, if He is with you, Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Come on, you got to love the Holy Spirit. You got to love the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Hebrews 12 verses 2, verses two it says, for, for the joy that was set before Him, He endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat at the right hand of the Father. I like this because I want to declare this, that God is awakening joy in your journey. That God's awakening joy in your journey. Come on, you can't come to church and like this was a seer lemon. You can't come to church and look like you just butt into a lemon. Um, and, then, and then it's like you come into church and, and you look more sad to come to church. And I want to say that, that God is going to put a smile on your face. God is going to put a smile on your face. He's going to put joy back in your journey. You might be going through a season where your family is being challenged, but it's okay, mom. It's okay, dad. You can put a smile on your face because Jesus is with you. Jesus is with you. He says that He will never leave you. He says that He will never forsake you. Come on. 
Come on. The Bible says that for the joy that was set before Him, if Jesus could endure so much pain from a position of joy, come on, how much more you and I? If we look at what we are going through, the sacrifices that we are paying and the price that we are paying, it's nothing compared to what Jesus went through. Come on. And the Bible, you know, um, encourages us. It says here, that for the joy that was set before Him, He endured the cross. Come on, joy is gonna get you through this morning. The joy of the Lord is gonna get you through. Was it painful? Is it painful? Yes, it is painful. But there's purpose to your pain this morning. There's purpose to it. Whatever you're going through, the Bible says in Romans 8, 18, that the present sufferings cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us. The present sufferings. I don't know if I'm speaking to someone this morning, but the Bible says present sufferings, which means it's right now. Right now, what you are going through, right now, what you are developing inside of you is a breakthrough because of your pain, because of your suffering. The Bible says the present sufferings cannot be compared. Your sufferings might be great, but what God's about to reveal is even greater. Believe it this morning, receive it this morning. Come on, come on. Jesus paid the ultimate price. He sacrificed, He sacrificed. And this morning I want us to go to a, a portion of God's Word. I'm so excited for tonight's service. Yuminsha is gonna be joining us on stage. We're gonna be leading worship together. And I believe that, that we, can, we, can, we can place a demand on the Holy Spirit. Place a demand on the Holy Spirit to see what no eye has seen. For you to hear what you've been waiting for God to say to you. For you to feel in your heart what you've been desiring to feel from God. I wanna say young lady, there is no man that can love you like the man called Jesus Christ. There is no overwhelming power. There is no sense. I wanna say to you young man, you might be saying, Pastor B, I grew up without my dad. But I wanna say that he's got a love. He's, his love is unfailing. The Father's love is unfailing for you. Come on, listen to what the Bible says. <laughs> I beseech you, brethren, Romans 12 verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Tell someone it's reasonable. Tell someone it's reasonable. The Bible says present yourself. Now I know that sometimes when, when we're gonna get a job opportunity, you put on your best for the job opportunity. But I wanna say this is the picture I got. When God is saying present yourselves, it means that you are not trying to look good to impress anybody. You are trying to look good because you believe in what God is doing in your life. You, you coming and, and I wanna say that as you come and present yourself as a living sacrifice, God is looking at you and saying, this is a pleasing sacrifice. This is a pleasing sacrifice. I, I don't know about you, but you might come through a divorce. But if you stand before God as a living sacrifice, you become pleasing to God. Come on. 
The Bible says that, that present yourself. When you present yourself, you see whenever you, the Bible says, present yourself. How do you present yourself? The Bible answers us, let the word speak for itself. It says as a living sacrifice. Come on. Some of you are looking for a calling uh, for a ministry, but God wants you to be a living sacrifice. That's your calling. That's your ministry. Look at what, it, what, what the Bible says. You present yourself as a living sacrifice. You see, whenever you, you speak about sacrifices, it speaks about altars. And whenever you see an altar, it's a sign that God is moving. Every time you see a man of God in, in, in the Word of God building an altar, because God was moving something. God was shifting something. God is shifting something in our lives, in the body of Christ, in the kingdom of God. From Port Elizabeth to Pretoria, hallelujah. God is shifting something because God is raising up a generation that is recognizing the move of God. And because we're recognizing God, we're not seeing ourselves. We're building an altar. We're putting ourselves on the altar so that God can set us on fire, so that His fire can consume us. Amen. Amen, church. That's why I believe that God is raising up a generation that is willing to present themselves. Tell someone next to you, present yourself. Present yourself. Come on, present yourself. The Bible says that you must present yourself as a living sacrifice. As a living sacrifice. And I love this. I want you to recognize this, that a living sacrifice uh, it doesn't speak about brokenness. It speaks about a choice. You decide to lay yourself down on the altar. On Sundays, people come out and we call it the altar call. But I wanna say that this altar is not for brokenness, it's for sacrifice. When you come and you give your life to Jesus, the Bible says this, that if any man is in Christ, if anyone is in Christ, he becomes a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. Only when you come to the altar and you realize that you've got to present yourself, you lay yourself down. When you lay yourself down, there is one thing that happens to dead people. The power of the living God begins to dwell in you. If Jesus is anything to go by, I don't mind dying for Jesus because the power of the Holy Spirit begins and is attracted to where you are dying to yourself. Come on. Come on. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Paul said it so powerfully. He said, for me to love is Christ and to die is gain. <laughs> It's one of the most powerful stories in the Bible about a father who is going to sacrifice his son. And here's the beautiful thing. If we had to invite brother Abram and his, and his son Isaac this morning to testify, um, Isaac would take the mic first and he would say, some of you know my dad, some of you calling un Uncle Abe. Um, but you know, I remember this one time as I was growing up, he took me up to a mountain and we built this altar together but little did I know that I was going to be the sacrifice. 
But you see, whenever you see these stories, sometimes we miss the, the most powerful reality is that sacrifices is not happening to individuals. It's happening in family. It's happening in family. Moms and dads, don't allow social media to raise your children. I want to say this, that we got to, we've got to lay our children on the altars of God. There's a story in the Bible where Jesus, uh, uh, we think he got lost and his family's looking for him. And he's, he, they look for him and they find him in the church. But here's the, the, the powerful thing. I will rather lose my children to the church than lose them to the world. Mary and Joseph found Jesus in the church. And here's the thing, when you look at these things, that where there's sacrifice, pay attention to family. We love the story, and we, 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 we've told uh, the story of, of Samson and Delilah so many times, but do you realize that while Samson was going against the will of God for his life, there was a mother who was watching him go against the will of God, who devoted him when he was a baby to God, and sometimes the sacrifices that we have to pay, some of us will never see the praying grandmother. Some of us will never see that praying, praying, praying grandfather, the parents, the sons who are praying for their mothers, the sons and the daughters who are praying for their fathers. This morning I'm here to tell you that if you are willing to place it on the altar and sacrifice for the King of Kings, the Bible says that this is reasonable service. Come on, Jesus was the picture. How do we know it's about family? Because the Bible says that a father sent his son. A father sent his son to die in your and my place so that we will not be bound or held captive by our sins no more. Thank you, Mama. It's so that we are no longer bound by our sin, but we are free because of a sacrifice. If you and I are willing to pay the price this morning, if you and I are willing to pay the price to rest in the presence of God, to find ourselves, you see with Abram and Isaac, you see when you are willing to give God what God is asking you for, God is asking you for your children, God is asking you for your husband. God is asking you for your wife. If you are willing to lay it down, you might be thinking you about the sacrifice, but at the right time, God will look upon you and God will provide the relevant sacrifice. God will provide. Come on. Come on. Say this to someone, revival looks like family. Tell them revival looks like my family. Come on, look at them a little confident and tell them revival looks like my family. And some of you saying, Pastor B, but you can't see my family. Don't worry. I'm calling the things that are not as though they were. I've got enough faith. I've got enough faith. Come on family, if I must share my testimony with you, you will realize that if God could do it for me, He can do it for you. Come on, if God did, could take this pastor's son that lost his way at one place in his life and the anointing of the Holy Spirit 
pulls on him and pulls on him and pulls on him and pulls on him. Then this morning, you might be looking at the end, but I want to tell you, God was somewhere in the middle. He carried me. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Look at what the Bible says. This is the Passion Translation of Romans 12 and I'm closing right now. It says, Beloved friends, what should our proper response to God's marvelous mercies be? It says to surrender ourselves to God to be His sacred, loving sacrifices and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights His heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Wait, hold on. I thought, I thought we need the guy on keys to be worshiping, pleasing to God. I thought we need the band and the singers. I thought we need to get, on, get to church on time. Uh, I, I thought that, that when the altar who runs first uh, in God's eyes is, is chosen by God. But the Bible says, no, what is a pleasing sacrifice of worship is when you can surrender your life to God, to put your life on the altar that pleases God. I wanna say, man, you don't even, have, you might not be able to sing a note, but your worship will be pleasing. Woo! Come on. This is not just any sacrifice. It's a living sacrifice. It's not just any kind of sacrifice. It's a living sacrifice. I believe that this morning when you surrender to God in this next moment, when you surrender to Him, I believe that Calvary will begin to speak to us. I believe that the tomb will begin to speak to you. I believe that the third day will begin to speak to you. You see, Calvary shows us that God is the God of the turnaround. That He'll take the cross and He'll give you a crown. He'll take the tomb and cause it to be a womb. He'll take the third day and He will speak to the dead things in your life and cause the presence of God, the breath of God to come back into your life and resurrection power come to you. All we need to do is say, God, I'm willing to lay it down. I'm willing to lay it down. I'm willing to risk it all. I'm willing to give it all. You see, God is not asking you to surrender and sacrifice things. God is asking us this morning, will you sacrifice who you are? Will you sacrifice yourself? Pastor B, are you willing to lay down your pulpit for me? Church, if I never get to preach again, but if I can be in His presence, that's all that matters. That's all that matters is to be found with Him. Every time in the Word of God where you see a sacrifice, God shows up. If you're saying, Pastor B, I've ne I haven't experienced the presence of God, put a sacrifice on the altar. Start sacrificing. Some of us might be saying this morning, Pastor B, how do we do this? How do we do this? How do we, how do we get to a place? I want to say how we do it, it's family. Which means, if you want to be pleasing to God and you want to sacrifice, don't do it alone. Don't do it alone. Don't do it alone. We are together. We brothers and sisters. When the one falls, the other picks them up. I, I, 
I would love to believe that when you see me at the altar and you see my sacrifice, that my sacrifice inspires you to lay down your sacrifice. That when you see someone weeping at the altar, uh, you're not weeping in shame. No, you're weeping in the turnaround of your life. The things that cause shame, God is gonna turn it around and your days of promise will come to you. I wanna say this morning that as you journey, we will see in the Word of God that how the church of Acts grew was because the Bible says in Acts 5.42, it says, and nothing stopped them. This is the Passion Translation. They kept preaching every day in the temple courts and then they went from house to house preaching the gospel of Jesus. You see, the sacrifice is not just powerful when we come together like this, but it's even more powerful when you take the altar that you built here and you duplicate it at home and you build the altars at home so that your five-year-old daughter, your three-year-old son sees dad and mom at the altar laying down their family. Say, God, I put the Goldmans on the altars, Lord God. I put my family that's not served you. I put my family that doesn't know you. I put them on the altar this morning Father God and we call them forth this morning Lord God we call the families forth right now if you know you have families that is not serving the Lord call on them right now call their names right now Father we call them forth to these altars Lord God save my family save my family Lord God you see the key was they came, they came to the temple courts and from the temple courts they went from house to house. Which means that the revival starts here but it ends at your house. The Come on, some of us are watching these things online. Let me tell you, when revival really breaks out, we're gonna have 20 days of worship at your house. Come on, come on. What will happen if it's house to house? I wanna say this, the power of the small church in the big church is the doorway for revival. When you meet with your life groups, it's saying, Father God, that encounter we had at church on Sunday, I'm bringing it to my house. I'm bringing it to my house. I'm bringing it to my house. Come on, your life group will never be the same because your life group is now an altar group where God is saying, when you come in, get ready to sacrifice. Get ready to lay it down. I wanna say this, the Bible says that he who edifies others, edifies himself. Come on, stand to your feet with me this morning. Come on. Come on, if you need to align yourself right now, just lift your hands to the Lord and say, Father, I surrender. I surrender, Lord God. Just pray in your heavenly language. Now, Holy Spirit, just come and fill us. Come and fill us, Holy Spirit. Come and fill us. Come on, some of you are gonna catch the fire of God right now. You see, whenever there's an altar, whenever there's a sacrifice, 
the fire of God, the fire of God, the fire of God, the fire of the Holy Spirit. Breathe upon us right now, God. There is no room for any evil spirit in this place. I declare that every principality, every power right now, in the name of Jesus, from the left to the right, from the front to the back, go right now in the name of Jesus. Go right now in the name of Jesus. Aramando robo satarabanderebese. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. With every head bowed and every eye closed in this place. you've come into this place and you've never surrendered your life or given your life to Jesus I want you to say I want you to understand this morning that the Bible says that you must confess him with your mouth and believe him in your heart he says that if you receive him and believe him you have the right to become a child of God no one can take that right away from you if you in this place and you've never given your life to Jesus, I just want you to raise your hand, say, Pastor B, I need to surrender my life to the Lord. I need to give my life to the Lord, even if there be one man, one woman in this place that needs to surrender their lives. If there be one person, I just want you to raise your hand, say, Pastor B, I need Jesus. I need Jesus to come into my life. You've never made Him Lord and Savior of your life. If there be one person in this place, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, that even as we contend for your glory, even as we hungry for your presence, I believe, Father God, that you are filling us constantly and continuously. I pray that we take the glory of the Lord home with us, Lord God. I pray that our families will encounter you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we have the opportunity to be living sacrifices for you. If you love the Lord, put your hands together for Jesus in this place.